Where do we start this? And the answer doesn't matter. We're having a good time. Right. <laughs> he couldn't wait to get in here. You need sales balls to make sales calls. Sure. I'm tweeting that puppy. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Sell or Die podcast. We're your hosts, Jeffrey and Jen Gittimer. I'm the author of The Little Red Book of Selling and 15 other best-selling books and the creator of the seven-figure sales formula program. I grew up in Philadelphia, sold in New York City, but was smart enough to move to Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm the author of Sales in the New York Minute and creator of Breakthrough Business Babe Community. Fun fact, I'm obsessed with our dogs and consider them humans. If you have a dog, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Sell or Die is for sales professionals, salespeople, sales managers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to sell more at full price, earn loyalty, and have an unlimited stream of referrals. Every single episode is going to give you real-world, easy-to-implement solutions so that you can get your calls returned, your proposals read and acted on, all while creating relationships that you can take all the way to the bank. It's time to sell or die. Hi, Die Hard. Welcome back. You are about to get a once upon a time lesson that you will never forget. Once upon a time. There was a story. <laughs> and the story had a lot of meaning, but you as a diehard did not know how to use it and blew a sale because you couldn't get the other person to identify with or bond with or believe you enough with your story. Okay, so let's back up for a second. Stories can be one of the most impactful ways to sell. Would you agree with that? Facts and figures are forgotten. Stories are retold. Ooh, that's a Jeffrey Gittimer quote right there. Yep, so... <laughs> So let's look at this from the perspective of you have stories that you have not used yet. Well, I think a lot of people think that they don't even have stories. They're like, I don't have stories. I don't have memories of that early age, or I don't have times that people would relate to, or I'm different, or, you know, how do I find my stories? I know when I started writing, one of my biggest things was how do I actually uncover the stories that are within me? Because I did believe that they were within me, but I didn't know how to find them. Go to Rocky and his friends, visit Mr. Peabody and Sherman, <laughs> go into your time machine and go back to every room in your house. Picture yourself in every room in the house that you grew up in and stories will show up. Then picture yourself in classes in high school and college and stories will show up. Then go back to your early working days and stories will show up. Go to your vacations and stories will show up. And all I'm asking you to do is go back and think about them. But this is the secret. When you think of the story, document it immediately. Document it immediately. And if I didn't mention that, document it immediately. And what that might, what can you use that story for in your sales presentation or in your business? Yesterday with the Mastermind, we took them to your friend, Jeffrey, Alex Beard's studio. And he was really, really good 
at telling stories. Amazing. And one of the things I started doing when I realized how good of a storyteller he was, was I started writing down the story, but then I also started writing down how it related to business or how it related to sales, because I'm at a point now where once you do this for a while, and once you get really good at hearing the story, you also will get really good at making that connection. And I think that's one of the biggest pieces for people that's missing is when you're in a sale and you're just trying to schmooze and tell a story and be friendly and whatever, is how do you draw that connection? How do you connect the dots for someone? Because most people cannot just connect the dots. They just can't do it. And your job as a salesperson or entrepreneur is to tell the story and then help connect the dots in a way where they get it. I think that there's a challenge that you may not know how a story fits. And so you have to go to your point. What's the point in your, in your talk? And then go back in your life and try to find out what happened that was meaningful that gave you an opportunity to learn a lesson or uh, something happy or tragic that happened that you can drive the point home. The story will drive the point home. And your job is to just go back in time and find the story. It's not that difficult, but it takes some practice and it takes some just clarity of your own thinking as to how you're going to go back and find it. Yeah. So what's, do you have like a signature story that you tell with clients? I really don't. Because when you tell a signature story, people tend to repeat it to where you lose your passion for it. Mm. And I, I've watched speakers tell their, quote, signature story. And it doesn't have much meaning because the passion behind it is gone. It's your thousandth time to say it. And you can feel that it's your thousandth time to say exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, that's so interesting. I think for, for me, I don't have a signature story, but I do have a list of stories because what I started to do when I, when I was writing my book was, and I realized I didn't tell many stories, was I started to just compile every story I could think of and I put them all in one document. So it's not that I have a signature story, but I do have my stories laid out and I'm always adding to it, right? Because that's the yeah. best way is once you have that base, it's so easy. Oh, this happened this week, just jot it down. This happened this week, just jot that down. And all of a sudden now you have like lots of jotted pages. And my opinion is you don't need a signature story at the end. If you're going to create a signature story, do it at the beginning because it will be shorter and sweeter. And it has to relate. You know, I can't, I can't give you examples right now because I don't know your audience and I don't want to put you astray from where you need to be with your audience. You may be a nurse or you may be a psychologist. You may be a, a surgeon or you may be an insurance salesperson and the stories are going to differ. Yeah. So you have to look at it from your own life and your own cache of uh, memories and try to bring back those memories to a point where they become memorable and there's a lesson attached to it. I can give you this. Go read Aesop's fables because Aesop told these stories, very short stories, and then had a moral at the end. Or go read anything that Harvey McKay wrote. He has a moral at the end. And look at it as an example of what you need to do. I promise you, 
When you read those stories and read those moral endings, you'll understand what the process needs to be. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's so interesting because a lot of people will say, well, I don't need stories to go on sales calls. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Because stories make you relatable. And you don't tell jokes. You tell stories. The very important thing, you can't walk in to a customer and talk about three guys walk into a bar. <laughs> it doesn't work, especially oh, if the other person has heard it before. You look like an idiot. That's true. That's true. Although I did tell a story yesterday. It was pretty funny. A joke, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, you told a story and a joke. Yeah. <laughs> All right, diehard, listen. Your challenge this week is to uncover yeah. the stories that are within you because everyone has stories. If you are living and breathing, you have stories and they are worth being told. And it's not this once upon a time long story. It can just be an episode. It can be an interaction. It could be somebody was remarkable to you. I went through a drive-in. You've been through a drive-in. And this one woman said, welcome to my McDonald's. What can I cook for you today? And those those little episodes in your life, they stick out. There's this one Starbucks at the beach, and they are so friendly. Literally, you pull up, they're like, welcome to the best Starbucks in Mount Pleasant. How can I serve you? What are you eating today? And it's like, whoa. Exactly. <laughs> it makes you want to interact with them. And literally, it makes you want to buy. Yeah, but that was, both of us just told a story in under a minute. Right. Right. And you could relate to it, Die Hard. You heard it and you were, and you probably thought when Jeffrey told his McDonald's story, I thought of a story. When either of us told that story, you probably thought of a story. Yep. And that's what happens when you're telling stories with your customers. Actually, in storytelling, there's a name for it. It's called Topper. T-O-P-P-E-R. Oh, yeah. You want to hear about your kid? Let me tell you about my kid. And everything happens in your mind that triggers the story. And if you can tell a story that gets your customer or your prospect to tell a story, you have connected emotionally. An emotional connection leads to a sale. Until next time, I'm Jen Gittimer. I'm Jeffrey Gittimer. I'm her secretary. Uh-uh. And I will be seeing you in the very near future, next week at the very latest. On the very next episode, right here. Get out and sell something with your story. Thank you so much for listening to Sell or Die. We hope that this episode has helped you transform the way you think, given you new ideas, and provided you a new perspective on the sales and business challenges that you face every day. So you can get out there and win the customer all the way to the bank. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps us help more people just like you make a difference in this world. Don't forget to take a screenshot, share it in your Instagram stories and tag us at Jeffrey Gittimer and at Jen Gittimer. See, See you, you next, next week. week.